All right. Friday morning, baby. Yeah. Let's get it. Get it. That's right, baby. Let's get it. Been a good week. Been a good week. This is going to be a fun episode. I'm excited. It's like the only podcast that people actually dance on. <laughs> if you call this dancing, I suppose. <laughs> We're like bobbing right. heads. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Friday morning, everybody. Welcome to the Masculine Minute. I am one of your co-hosts, Matthew Ace Haggerty, and I am joined by the one, the only, the beautiful Joshua, the ultimate warrior Gillow. Good morning, Joshua. How are you doing today? I'm going, everything's going really well, Ace. How are you doing this day, brother? Doing pretty well. As you can tell, I am talking very quickly because I am so excited about this episode. Every Friday, and I'm saying every Friday live, we are going to try hate the word try, but we will be taking questions from our audience. So all week we're collecting questions. You can send them either to myself, ace at superherobydesign.com or Joshua, how can they send you questions? They can send them to me at joshua at yes.express. Perfect. Yep. So we've got a few. We've got a couple series. We've got one kind of funny, but I will start off with the first question. This comes all the way from Tuscaloosa, Alabama. The question is from Tina. How can people overcome self-doubt and build self-confidence? How can people overcome self-doubt and build self-confidence? Well, Tina, I really appreciate the question. I must say, without patting myself on the back, because I can't really stretch right now, um, I suffered from this issue of self-doubt, no self-confidence. I was a broken, broken man. And the thing that worked for me was discipline, daily habits, daily rituals. It's as simple as that. Once I started scheduling my day around what I'm going to do for my morning rituals, my morning habits, my evening habits, everything started to change for me. And it wasn't like this big monumental shift where I had to do four to six hours of cold water immersion, reading, studying. I eventually built up to that, but it started with just getting out of bed at the same time every morning, whether I felt like it or not. And the more times I did not feel like getting up at the same time every morning, I started to realize that, hey, sleep starts the night before. And so just as important as your morning rituals are, your evening rituals are, in my opinion, equally, if not more important because they set up everything for the next day. It's a lot easier to get up and do your morning rituals if you've had a good night's sleep because you're doing the things at night. And I've talked about this. I did the 100-day challenge. Joshua joined me in the 100-day challenge. And the key to success with something like that was figuring out what it is you wanted to do. Do you want to have more energy? Do you want to create something, do a big project? Do you want to be more present with your children, with your spouse? Do you want to kick ass and take names at work? And what I learned over those hundred days, and you can do this over 30 days, 60 days, it doesn't have to be a hundred, but if you commit to something, even if it's, if it's something very, very small, like Joshua talks about micro habits, even if it's reading one page in the morning 
even if it's putting on your running shoes and walking around the block or just walking to your driveway and back, get outside, get some fresh air, get some sunlight in your eyes. Once you start doing those things, now the self-doubt is crushed because you're doing things. Doubt has no place to live when you're taking action, good, consistent action. And as you get more dangerous, as you start building these reps with whatever you want to do, the self-confidence comes along for the ride because the more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. And self-confidence just comes out of that naturally. So Tina from Tuscaloosa, Alabama, thank you for the question. And please, please keep sending them in because all we want to do is help as many people as we can. So really appreciate it, Tina. Yeah. Thank you, Tina, for that. Definitely good and excellent explanation of that. And I'd have to absolutely agree with that synopsis. I have another question here from uh, Joe from Denver. So he asks, you know, what are some tools to manage stress and overall wellness? Some things that he can include in his daily rituals or whatever. What are some tools to manage stress? So when it comes to managing stress, Joe, it's <clears throat> so much of that is what you focus on, right? So if you focus on lack, if you focus on the stress constantly, you're going to have more stress in your life. Um, that's one thing. So work on your focus. The second is what kind of language are you using around that stress, right? So are you using like, oh my God, I'm not enough. This will never end. Uh, very negative kind of disempowering uh, wording around that. Once you start doing that, you'll never get out of that spiral, right? That's an unsolvable problem at that point. So now you have to look at it from a different perspective. So I challenge you, Joe, to, to look at it from a, a more uh, grateful. And it's going to be kind of strange, right? To start looking at this from a grateful side and say, thank you you know, for having the stress in my life. Thank you for this opportunity to learn and grow, right? Because that's really what it is at the end of the day. It's an opportunity for you to do that. So, and, and I would also recommend that if you have a lot of stress built up and you want overall wellness as well is move your body, get out and move that body. Because when you're out there running or you're out there doing a workout or you're just taking a walk or something, if, as you move your body, the stress releases. That's the best best part about the body is it's allowed to do it. And I know it's not the easy choice, right? It's a lot easier to sit in a chair or on a couch and watch Netflix. I get that. Or go to work and just sit in your desk. I sit at my desk a lot during the day, right? And so often I get up and I go for a walk or I'll, I'll you know, obviously do a workout in the morning and release that stress. Another way to do it, and this is going to be something that will go against what a lot of you guys like out there, is get in the damn cold shower. You talk about a stress reducer, that one there will get you quick, right? Because you're doing that by choice. Remember, we talked the other day about choosing the hard things in your life and then life in the future will be easier. So choosing those hard things, you know, moving your body, doing things that scare you, those kinds of things, the stress just doesn't exist anymore. It starts to just wash away. It's when we sit here and, and kind of sit and sulk in our, our woe is me mindset that the stress keeps growing and growing and growing. So having a physical outlet is number one for sure. Thinking about what you're focusing on, what your language around that focus is, is huge as well. But then do some stuff that challenges you because when you start challenging yourself in a situation like cold water or if you go for long hikes or whatever it might be for you, that's going to help to re you know relieve that stress. The body needs to move. That's really the biggest part, at least what I've learned on my journey. Hell yeah, brother. I agree with that 100%. It's kind of funny how these two questions are actually kind of linked, right? They Building self-confidence, yeah. getting rid of self-doubt self-doubt can be very stressful one one of the things I'd, I'd like to say too is we talk a lot about movement what is it emotion is just energy in motion mm -hmm. and i feel it's so powerful to 
move your body because what happens when you move your body not only are you releasing different neurochemicals in your body to help support you and make you feel better but at the same time now since you're literally moving your focus is going to change so whatever you were dwelling on now you're going to focus usually on something more empowering and with that naturally comes the the words associated with progress with movement and so all of these things are are really linked together move the body change your state change your language change your focus and when you learn how to do that consistently the cool thing is you can change your state in an instant it doesn't take more than a second or two it's not like this big monumental thing that's going to take forever and forever to do it might feel daunting because you're so used to going to these states of self-doubt or these states of stress trust me i am (laughs) i've been there me too day in a day out even one of the worst things for me for a long time was feeling those states right when i woke up in the morning like instant fight or flight when i woke up i don't know if anybody listening has has felt that but imagine turning that around even if you feel that but snapping out of it as fast as possible and you're a man joshua you're really good at this getting up wanting to attack the day you have trained yourself that any sort of self-doubt any sort of stress when you wake up isn't isn't there like you literally wake up and jump out of bed you don't have an alarm nothing you just jump out of bed to attack the day and it is possible because i went from just sleeping in hitting the snooze button tossing and turning now i'm getting pulled out of bed maybe not to the extent that (laughs) that you literally jump out of your bed but you can train yourself. Trust me, there are days that I wake up and the self-doubt kicks in as soon as my eyes open. But I tell myself, I have a gratitude practice. I have a gratitude habit. So I thank myself. And once I start coming to drink my glass of water, start being grateful, then my whole mindset changes. My focus changes. My physiology from the water going into my body. I don't even have to move your body. The water is going to do it for you physiology changes focus changes and then my words that i say change and that changes everything in your life so no doubt yeah i mean i i can definitely agree with that and you know getting up is is for the most part pretty simple for me i've always had that ability to just kind of get up and go uh early but at the same time i've found that you know there's days that aren't that easy and uh, having a mission and a purpose in your heart certainly helps that and starting off your day with gratitude you know, by saying, God, thank you for one more day. I'll make you proud today and please guide me. And with that starting out, it doesn't matter how much negative thought you have in your mind and any of that stuff, the day starts on an excellent footing and then you've got to build it. It is a muscle. It is an absolute muscle. I used to get up with all that anxiety and stress in the morning thinking like I went to sleep and I had to finally arrest from all of that craziness in my brain and all the self-doubt and all the stress. And I finally, I get back up and it's like, I'm right back in the movie again. Like someone hit pause when I slept and boom, you're right back in there again. Right. And it never seems to end over and over and over and over again. And I said, there has to be a better way to do this has to be. And that's when I started introducing gratitude into my life and started writing down, you know, every day, writing down at least three things that I'm grateful for in a journal. And they can't be the same three things. They always have to be new 
three things. And by doing that, what happens is you train your mind to start looking for the good in the world. And that starts to reduce the stress right away as well, because stress typically pops up when you have like this unsolvable problem that you just can't figure out and it kind of lives in your nervous system, right? So it's like, how do I get it out? How do I evict that? And gratitude is one of the best ways to do that and start to see how amazing your life truly is. Because think about it, if most of the world lives on $2 a day, we've got a damn good life. You know, a huge majority of the world, they live on that little bit. And think about all the blessings we have. You know, when you travel abroad and you see people living in in little, you know, tin shanties and little mud huts and things like that. And to think that we get the choice to live in such such abundance here in America, right? So much abundance and even in the rest of the, you know, the, the industrialized world. And just to sit back and say, holy moly, look at the choices I get to make. And look at, yeah. if you think about the other people around the world who don't have those choices. So why am I complaining on whether it's white or an off-white? Why am I complaining if the shoes aren't exactly the right, you know, tone of brown? Like seriously, those are first world problems. Think about it in, in its entirety as a human, how many great choices we have and how blessed we truly are each and every day. And the stress just starts to disappear, starts to release. So that gratitude is a great way to start reducing that stress and overall well-being to increase that overall well-being. Because when your mind feels like you're doing the right thing and you're you're fulfilling your soul by being grateful, everything changes. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, thank you for the question, Joe. That was that was a great question. Absolutely. All right, last question of the day. This one's kind of a little bit of a curveball. This is a question from uh, from Zach from Bangor, Pennsylvania. Wow, it's close by. That it is. That it is. Zach writes, since you guys are superheroes, sounds Look like Zach that. might know us, since you guys are superheroes and you have superpowers, however, what would be your quirky or unconventional superpower interesting okay quirky okay. or unconventional well for me off the top of my head if i had an unconventional superpower i think i would love to have the power to open up cans with my mind open up cans <laughs> remotely and i i'm gonna no i'm gonna can't. explain this here oh, i'm gonna explain this how many times do you go camping how many times do you go traveling, whether it's an Airbnb or what have you, and you buy cans, you know, canned fruit, canned vegetables, canned beans, what have you. I know there's a lot of sodium, but I do work out a lot. So actually, I can get more sodium than a lot of people. And it's actually pretty good for me. Regardless, I can't stand it when I'm somewhere and I don't have a can opener. Hmm. Because a lot of those cans without the pop top and all that, I'm talking the ones you need a can opener for. Oh, yeah, the old fashioned ones. Have you, yeah, have you ever tried opening up a can without a can opener? It's like you got to get the biggest, sharpest knife out there. Oh, and yeah. Trust me, from a guy who cut the tip of his finger off, I am not the handiest guy when it comes to, <laughs> to working with knives. I, I can do it, but there is always a risk of personal injury. Hey, did you so, ever get the like the little can opener where you like you twist it and you and you pop like the end of the can uh, so you can drip it out? Yeah. Oh, did you ever take true. that and go all the way around the can and have this like really strange and fragmented edge, but you could peel it back and get the stuff out because you didn't have a can opener? Did you ever do that? I, I never went the 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 full Monty on that. I think I probably popped a hole in it and then got like a screwdriver and tried to like pry it open from there or something like that or or yeah. a hammer. But yeah, that that would be my superpowers the ability to open cans with my mind or open them up remotely. And it also works if I want to open up a can of whoop ass. I'll be able to do that pretty easily as well. Oh, so you need an opener for that or is that something you just rip the top off? 
Oh no, I set my mind and then I whooped that can's ass. So <laughs> that would be my quirky or unconventional superpower. How about you, Ultimate Warrior? What would be one of your quirky or unconventional superpowers? So what I would love as a superpower would be to have like this, uh, I don't know, this force field or like skin around my body that I wouldn't feel cold or warm, that I could go through any, any, you know, environmental condition, jump in a volcano, it wouldn't really matter. Like I just ah, wouldn't feel okay. cold or warm. And if I wanted to, you know, like just live out in the woods or something, I could just do that. I could just lay down under a tree. I wouldn't be cold or warm. I wouldn't get wet. Like a, so a protective layer, if you will, over my skin so that I could be completely flexible in what, uh, what I do next. Gotcha. Gotcha. Would it, would it also help, um, protect you against pressure? Like if you wanted to go like deep sea diving, I suppose or, it could. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like a pressure suit, if you will, but also an insulation and cooling suit around. I don't know. It's just what popped in my mind. I haven't really given much thought to this. So. You <laughs> Your know, candle, it sounds like you've thought about before. Hey, from, from spending a little bit of time living with you, I think the really, the real reason you want to do that is you just want to walk around naked everywhere. I think that's, <laughs> yeah. that's the real thing. You just want to be in the nude. That's right. Make it simple, comfortable in the nude networks. <laughs> That's too funny. Well, Zach, I appreciate the question. That was a that was a fun little question. So, well, I think that's all the time we have today. It was a fabulous week. Joshua awesome. had, had a great time. We'll be back Monday morning, everybody. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy time with your friends, your families, your loved ones. And yeah, just have a superhero day and enjoy yourselves. Go get it.